It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It is not a fairy tale. Hello. Hey, girl. What's going on? Girl, chilling like a villain. I know, girl. You know I'm still in my robe. You know what? I see that. I see that you're still in your robe, but guess what? I got my jammies on. Oh, you can't. Okay. That probably wasn't appropriate. <laughs> I mean, that would have been appropriate for your friend. Girl, right. <laughs> like she you know literally what? just pointed the camera to her crotch. No, but like, no, I was <laughs> and her cleavage. <laughs> Where's your husband at? Is he in there? He downstairs. <laughs> okay, gosh. I was really just trying to show you that I have my jammies on, girl. Okay. But you know, you know, we did our little um, our little Facebook messenger thing yesterday, like you suggested, mm -hmm. and he's so ready to see me. When are y'all going to go out on a, a safe in place a date? A car date? Yeah, a car you know, conversation date. You call it section eight. I said a, <laughs> a car conversation date. I don't know. I'm going to suggest that to him soon. I'm going to suggest that to him soon. And he was like, your smile, girl. He was like all in my everything. He was like, your smile is so beautiful. Like you are so pretty. He was like, I forgot how pretty you were. Girl, he was just landing on thick. I was like, oh, that's that quarantine talking. But so, he's really sweet though. So what, why didn't you go ahead and like, or mention, hey, we can do a car conversation. Like, and I know I've been telling you this for the past couple of weeks. And I you know, just be acting like. I don't know. Uh, first of all, you know, I do not know how to date. I have no idea what I'm doing. So I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, I'm hoping he's going to be like, well, let's, you hang out in the front, in your driveway with your friends. Let's meet up somewhere. So you just waiting on him. Yeah, I'm kind of waiting on him. And yeah, I'm pretty much waiting on him to make the move. Why? I don't know. Okay, you again, and I always tell you this, are a woman of a certain age. It's okay to go for what you want. If you want to hang out, hang out. <laughs> I know. So he was like, as soon as all this is over, he was like- Because he may not even be thinking in terms of, oh, you know, like being creative. You know, me and not that creative, so. He always knows that we're out doing, you know, very creative things. So mm -hmm. to spend time and not be like hunkered down like this, so- he, I would think that he would say something, suggest he it, or something. Down, be that so, bright. Um. So, yeah. So that's all. All that's been going on with that. But he, um, I guess he had texted me. Like I text him like ten thirty. He goes to bed like super early. Mm -hmm. Um. And so I was like, "Are you up?" And I he didn't respond. But then he texted me back at like two thirty. And girl, you know, I was out like a light. Mm -hmm. I drank the rest of that margarita and the other part of the margarita I gave to Randy. But I I drank the rest that was in my cup because they put too much liquor in that thing. And you girl, know, I, I had a, I had a tummy ache last night. You did from that margarita. Yes, it I was think I drank it too fast. Yeah, you did guzzle that down. Yeah. I think you, yeah, you was probably looking for the popos. Yeah. Yeah. So um I was just like knocked out sleep. And he was like, you know, I was up and I was online looking at all these cool places we could go to within driving distance. And I was like, Oh, okay, that's nice. That's so sweet. So he like read off this whole list of things he wanted to do today. He okay. called me early this morning too, like before nine o'clock. Okay. And your response was, oh, that's nice. I was like, oh, that's nice. I can't wait to, you know, do these things. I was really thinking like, damn, I done did have this, but I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, okay, that'd be fun. And I was like, well, maybe we could do da, 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 da. And he was like, oh, I didn't look that up, but I'm gonna look that up and we're gonna see what that's all about. In his um, Louisiana voice. Okay. So, yeah, okay. okay. my only say or advice is to, again, you a grown ass woman. So if you want to hang out, it's okay for you to be like, look, let's meet up at my favorite vegan restaurant and order some takeout and sit in, front, in the parking lot and hang out. Girl, I don't be eating vegan food like that. I'm not even vegan, girl. I'm Girl, today I was eating my little soul food Easter dinner 
And I was like, man, I wish I could just eat some chicken. Like I'm, <laughs> girl, I saw, yes. This quarantine life is hard. I don't went to um, Kroger early this morning trying to get my groceries before the little germs came out. And girl, they didn't have any vegetable broth. So I had to get some chicken broth. And I was like, I might as well just go ahead and eat a chicken. And then the lady got on the thing talking about she had small rotisserie chickens for $3.99. I said, I might as well get one of those. Don't nobody know. You need to reward yourself. And I was like, girl, you've been good all this time. You don't need to do that. So I just went ahead and, but I made me some greens and some dressing and some macaroni and cheese with some cranberries. It was good. Oh, okay. I had all sides. Well, today was like a regular Sunday in our house, um, and I just ordered from the soul food restaurant up the street and called it. H and T's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So we're gonna go ahead and hop into our fairy topic because it's almost my bedtime. <laughs> Girl, you know, my watch went off at nine o'clock, eight fifty. I know. And you know what? Normally, I feel like I wouldn't be sleepy, but since I work my part-time job, it's just something about the repetition of input and the information that makes me sleepy. So I don't know. I guess it's just one of those nights. But exactly. Um, so you know, all the DJs have been doing their thing on Instagram Live. And mm-hmm. thankfully I was listening to a, a D nice set and he was like, okay, I'm about to end. Um, but go over to my brother DJ Sus One. So I went over to his set and it was really good because it was like, he plays pretty much everything. Like he went back into the day, like he was playing light rock. He was playing regular hip hop. Like it was just a a good, good mixture. Like he plays songs I hadn't heard in forever on the light rock side. I was like, I used to love this song. Right. So I was listening to him um, last week and he played Saturday Love. And he was like, how many days are we going to be in the house? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, that'd be a cool meme for me to put up to put that the podcast is coming out. And so as I was looking for the meme, I found the article on The Roots. And the article is 10 Reasons Why Sherelle and Alexander O'Neill's Saturday Love is one of the best songs ever. I was like, oh, that'd be fun and like to do today. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that and then we're gonna go over the season premiere of insecure and then mm-hmm. married at first sight i know i was so excited i was too i feel like we've been waiting for a long time but let me tell you a funny story what mm-hmm. about my auntie she looks like alexander o'neill and she, <laughs> <slicks her hair. laughs> and she slicks her hair down like that and everything I'm just like that early Alexander O'Neill or like crack Alexander O'Neill. I'm going to say Alexander O'Neill in this video. Okay. Well, this one may have been a crack one. Yeah. Cause they, they older in this picture. <laughs> like I said, the one in this video, I'm looking at it and I used to call her Alexander O'Neill as a young, as a young, like think when that song came out, we're only a year's difference. I'm like, you look like Alexander O'Neill. Oh gosh. You know, what, I always, is, what was her response to that? She didn't say anything. She just laughed. <laughs> but you know, I've always That's been so mean. <laughs> I remember telling her that. I wonder if she remembers me telling her that. I'm gonna ask her when she calls me for the ninety-ninth <laughs> time in one day. I'll be like, You remember me telling you, you look like Alexander O'Neill? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so first on the list is the um, mnemonic device of it. So if you if you think I won't be using this to teach the song to my kids to remember their days of the week, then obviously you won't mess up. Because I know when I was trying to teach Dory in the days of the week, I would, I would rock this on the way to right. school. And she didn't necessarily pick up the days of the weeks, but she liked how fast did it go? She'd be like, mommy, can you sing it faster? Oh, <laughs> But I knew whenever I had a kid, I was like, this is what I'm going to play to teach them the days of the week. Yeah. Cause I feel like when this came out, I was learning my days of the week. 
<laughs> I probably was too, but I might have been a little bit past that since it's a year difference. Yeah, yeah. But I just remember saying the song at the top of my lungs. It was like the most beautiful song. I don't I know. know. What did I know about any of this, to be honest? Exactly. But we used to sing so passionately to these songs that we don't even know what we're singing about. I know what you, you know, one of our friends put a post saying, talking about the songs that we were singing that we had no business singing. No business singing. And hers was no pain, no gain. And I actually looked up the lyrics to the song and I was like, nah, she had no business singing it. Cause I never really paid attention to the lyrics. I just <laughs> knew the hook. <laughs> right. We don't when I read the lyrics, I was like, oh yeah, she shouldn't have been singing that. No, that wasn't appropriate. No. <laughs> right. Mine was Juicy Fruit. See, I thought they was talking about the gum. I, say that again, I you say, broke up. I said I did too. Mm -hmm. I did too, but I realized early on that, well, early on in my adulthood, I was riding on the road one day and I was like, ooh, this ain't about no bubble gum. Exactly. But this applies. Exactly. This applies my, I think mine that I got in trouble for was the object of my desire. And it was only, I think I only got in trouble because she was like, please, man. And I probably said this before on the podcast, but I'm quite sure I got in trouble for singing that song. Are you still there? Yes, girl. I'm here. Oh, okay. Okay. My, uh, my battery went, is going low. And then when I went home, um, like, last month or month before last i was listening to jade's i want to love you down Ooh. and like i really really listened to the song and i was like she talking about giving him head girl you're right i did not know that yeah, she says a couple of times in the song let me go down on you boy and i used to just sing that song in, in middle school high school <laughs> I did not realize that's what she talked Girl, about. you gotta turn it on. That is what they singing about. Mm. Yes. That's what I'm talking about, girl. <laughs> Go on and get some of that. Yummy yum. Yes. Um, so the next thing on the list is that the song proves, and we're we back on Saturday Love, um, that the song proves how you sing something is more important than what you sing because, and I didn't realize this until I read the article, both of the verses are exactly the same. <laughs> they just sing it differently. Oh, it's this year's old. They is old. <laughs> right, because I didn't know. Oh, goodness. And the crazy thing about it is when, you, when we just got online, I was just listening to the song and I didn't even pay attention. They sung it different girl you know what that but it was a banger it was <laughs> it still it was. is a banger it still is we need good music like that we do we definitely do and number three is my favorite mm -hmm. when o'neill is singing the lines why after all this time my heart still feels the pain girl that's that's it right there yes that'd be for <laughs> real that's like real life I know. I our parents was bumping it. We knew we didn't know what they was talking about, but we realize that shit now. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. All day long. All day, every day. Yes. And then obviously you cannot listen to it without dancing. Cause you you were dancing when we came on. Right. Girl, that's, to the I song. Mean, you get a beat. It's just like a catchy beat mm -hmm. that you have to dance to. Yes. Is there any songs like that out now that no matter what happens, you've got to dance to them? It ain't that many. I I will have to listen to current radio for a while to to, to find one. There's something, yeah. 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 I, I can't even think about one right off. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. You want to do the next one? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a perfect karaoke song, which is very true. Yes. Um, you don't necessarily have to hold a good tune to sing the song karaoke, to be honest. You really don't. Um, it has the most perfect vocal runs, 
for drunkenly standing in front of a room full of strangers or friends and putting it performance on for the ages. And what would really make this passionate is it, well, what really makes it special is you sang it with pure passion because everybody's been through a situation like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you can do that drunk and it's excusable. Yes. Um, let's see. And let me see another line that I love in the song. And it takes me back to <laughs> before I left my old job. It was this, it's this gay guy and he loves like soul and R&B music. Mm-hmm. So one day he was listening to Lisa Stansfield and I saw it like pulled up on his computer and I was like, oh, I see you listening to Lisa Stansfield. She used to be my joint back in the day. Right. So then we started talking about like all this good music. And so he put this song and we pretty much sang the last verse of the song to the end all the way down to the sugar. And I was like, see, I know you went to the music because you got that sugar on lock. Mm. yes um another thing is it knocks in the car so when it come on you gotta turn it up and it just sound like i just hear it like yeah all the melody and everything just coming together yes um sorry sorry ma'am mm-hmm. along with dancing you also have to sing along and hence the uber karaoke quality of the song again try and listen to singing try to listen without singing along i can't do it can you no no i I never have i can't do that yes okay so on the album version um it includes the most ridiculous minute and 30 second intro that pisses you off while you wait for the song to start and it's when they're talking You know, that's what they did in the 80s, though. I know. I know. That's the staples. Like, the interlude was where it was at. Like, they really don't do interludes anymore. No. Like, in between the songs. Mm Mm-mm. And (laughs) it's so funny. I was was on Instagram, and I was scrolling through the shade room where they have, like, the most out-of-pocket tweets. Mm -hmm. And somebody (laughs) tweeted that they can't stand when they listen to Ella Mae's album that when she starts talking at the end of the songs, because it reminds (laughs) them a clip of me. (laughs) I died. I was like, that is so true. I cannot. And I love her music, but I just cannot listen to her talk at the end of the song. (laughs) I know. I just be like, girl, come on. I know. Just sing the next song. Yeah. On to the next one. Yes. Okay. Uh take the next one this sang along ass bridge that steals your soul and forces you to sway and snap like your employment depends on it Mm. (laughs) let's sing it together let's sing it together (laughs) never on sunday mondays too soon tuesday are you not gonna sing with me just won't do thursday and friday we can't but our saturday love will never end sugar, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> that is good that's it right there and I just sang that out and I can't sing, honey. I know, I know. Sorry for y'all listener ears. Right, but you know what? Well, next time when we go to the karaoke bar, mm-hmm. we're going to have to bring that to sing it. Yes. Because you know, it goes up there with our Michelle A songs that we're going to do karaoke. Definitely. So, I, so um, we're going to have to fight over who's going to be uh, uh, O'Neal, though. Oh, gosh. I mean, I mean, we can always sing it twice and switch roles. I know, right? Oh, you remember back in the day when they would like turn on one side of the VMA? Yes. We could do that. We could dress like that and sing it. Because that's my kind of foolishness. And I'm I'm with it. And I, I want you to be with it too. Just just for one day. You can, okay. you can do that, Daria. You can be foolish with me. I can be foolish with you, but I'm not going to be foolish with you in public at Kung Fu Karaoke with half of my face drawn like a man. Unless it's Halloween. We can do all our songs like that. We're gonna start we're gonna start something. Okay. It's we don't gotta dress like that the whole time. We're gonna put it on our makeup and stuff in, in the room. Okay. 
we're gonna do like a suit a black and white suit we're gonna go in there looking like janelle monet and then we're gonna do our you know switch it up when we get there okay whenever we can go back out in public oh shit i forgot all about being quarantined oh gosh how can you not forget (laughs) girl i was all up into what we're doing okay we we're probably some of the coolest people who be quarantined but don't feel like we're quarantined i know i just feel feel like that when i when it comes to dating okay but i think you making it feel like that probably so but Mm -hmm. we'll probably go and hang out in each other's car somewhere okay i feel like for you if you if y'all like go out and meet up you know and do a car conversation and it becomes really real to you and i don't know if you're ready for that maybe so Mm -hmm. i don't know because this is like yeah this is new Mm-hmm. This is new. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll suggest it. Yep. And last but not least on the list, it Jim. was written and produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And you know they have put out all the hits and the right. bangers for our time in the foreseeable future. So I know that's why it's so awesome. It is. Yes. They yes. really make good music. They really do. I am so ready for the Babyface and Teddy Riley on Friday. It's on Friday. Please it's on don't Friday. Well, Babyface didn't do it last week because his him and his family had corona. So they had no scheduled it to this Friday. Yeah. <gasps> Goodness. Mm-hmm. Girl. I want to never mind. I ain't even gonna say nothing. What you gonna say? Girl, I thought about him and them white linen pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget those moments. That was a beautiful moment. I thought oh, that was Brian McKnight. Oh yeah, that was him. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, I'm so mad. I missed his live concert on um. I think it was on Friday. See, I don't be knowing these concerts. I found out about um like pretty much like right before or after the fact, but then I'll follow the person because I know they'll probably do another one. So hopefully yeah. so. That's what I've been doing. I've just been starting to follow all these celebrities because I'll see the posts, but mm-hmm. I need like a reminder, like Facebook has events. These are clearly events mm-hmm. that I need to be reminded for that I signed up to go to mm-hmm. and they don't have it. And then mm-hmm. I miss it. Like I miss Maxwell. I don't know if Maxwell actually, cause for, it was supposed to be Friday, but nothing. Five, right. Yeah. But it, it I think it would have been like six our time because it was seven his time um but when I went in like he was not live and then I think he was supposed to do it yesterday but nothing has come up so So he he pulled a Lauren Hill I think he did he pulled a Lauren Hill twice Mm. yeah Mm. yeah 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 and I feel like since to for me for Maxwell because you know he does better in an intimate setting since he would be in his home it would be really good yeah Mm -hmm. I need Bilal to put on a performance. Oh, I need to. Let me add him on my Instagram. No. Girl, because when he sings, girl, it's like I'm eavesdropping in his window. (laughs) And I love it. I love every part of a Bilal concert. Because when I went to his first concert, I didn't really know a lot about him. Mm -hmm. But man. Yes, I love me some Bilal. Yeah, here he go. He looks like I'm eavesdropping just based on his picture. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, follow him. so yeah, so we need to get on these shows, honey, because mm. okay. So Which one we can talk about first, insecure. Let's start off with insecure because I just had really two main things in the show that I wanted to talk about, and we'll probably develop these into topics um yeah. for probably next week. Um so I'm liking that, you know, they are practicing self-care because it starts off with Issa and Molly doing Sunday Mm -hmm. self-care with a little bit of, you know, recreational drugs. Herbal, herbal supplements, herbal um, something. We got to find a cool name. Mm-hmm. Or the earth, the green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I like that Issa was like, you know, I got, I don't have a job. I don't have a man, but I'm focused on doing what I'm supposed to do. So mm-hmm. now we know, and it started off showing, you know, I guess maybe right before her block party with everything set up. So it, it was making it to fruition. So she'd been putting the work in and I right. really like that. I'll it showed the progress. Yes. 
Um, so the main things I wanted to gather was like her finding out um, that Lawrence and that her- Lawrence is dating the friend, her partner in this Con- Condola. Uh, first of all, did your girl not ever think to mention that to her? Well, per Tiffany, she said that they went out once. So I, as a friend, if another friend of mine went out with the next, like if it was one time, I don't think I would have, you know, been like, oh, I got to tell so-and-so, you know, that's just me. Cause to me, it seems she probably took it like as a one-off. And then, you know, I think Condola may have expressed like it was just a one-time thing and then they picked back up, but she didn't know that based off of the show. I always be thinking Tiffany is shadier than, uh, what's her real name? Amanda. Mm -hmm. I feel like Amanda would have told her, but Tiffany didn't. And in that moment, she was Amanda to me and I'm like, why the fuck you didn't tell your girl? Would you have told? Because you know, you Pandora's box. I know that would have been hard. I would have mentioned it in a, in a weird way. I would have been like, I know somebody he's talking to and everybody would have been like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? I would have tried to figure it out, but like, I I guess if they go out one time, it's not a big deal. I guess since I knew the breakup was so hard for Issa, Mm -hmm. I think that's why I would want her to know. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and then she knew that they were working together. Mm-hmm. Did they, did she not? Well, I don't know. I'm learning. I don't know what to do when in situations like that. Cause I would just come to you and be like, girl, I need, what should I do? I got mm-hmm. a situation here. Mm-hmm. So, and I can hear y'all telling me to keep my damn mouth shut. Don't mm-hmm. say nothing. Yeah. Like, and like I said, I just, if, if it was truly in her mind, a one-time thing, then, I mean, I don't feel like it would have been worth me saying anything, but then if, again, if she knew they had been dating all this time, then yes, us need to know information. Yeah. Cause they seem like they were getting real serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they were. And then you can tell that, you know, Issa and Condola kind of have a friendship as well right. you know, on top of their business relationship. So yeah. Now it's just awkward. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at the end of the day, I know the question for Condola was, you know, should we continue this working relationship? And in my mind, I, like, I would have been fine just with it. the way I get my cheese. A business. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Now, is this going to be difficult? Yes. Am I going to have to suck it up, buttercup? Probably. Yep. But at the end of the day, like, we got to get this money. Exactly exactly yeah so, i don't know mm-hmm. um what else i like <laughs> what about kelly talking about she can sleep with that ugly man for so much money and she was like just let me give me the word <laughs> she's a mess like she's i so wish crazy. she could be i wish we could get a whole kelly episode like a I day know. in the life of I, kelly no <laughs> i would so hang out with kelly i know she is hilarious <laughs> and then she was giving all the liquor away and i'm right. like you gotta conserve she don't care she did not care. I know. She was having her own fun time. Yes. And trying to hook up at the same time, okay? I know. I know. Yes. And then her knowing, then then, then Issa telling Kelly kind of about the situation. And <laughs> Kelly is like, well, I had to frame the person that, that it happened with me with. But we still cool. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, she's a mess. She is, she, she, is. Ma- she makes part of the show for me. I really, I didn't even realize how much I missed her until mm-hmm. I saw her today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pr- pretty much when I really started laughing. Mm-hmm. Cause they were, it was kind of, it was a little, maybe I was just so excited that it was coming back. I was expecting it to be more than what today's episode was. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm being slowly getting back into the group because mm-hmm. it's been such a long time. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have like went back and watched all the other episodes before today. Mm-hmm. So I could see how it left out. Cause when they did kind of do a recap, I'm like, oh yeah, that is what happened. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. my watching self. 
But I, I would watch that all day today because it wasn't nothing else to do. It was raining. Exactly. And it don't take long to go through the seasons. No, because it's only 30 minutes. Yeah. So I had heard that it was going to be an hour now, but I guess no. No, no. She, <laughs> after I, you know, I repurchased my HBO subscription so I could watch it. So mm-hmm. they have like the extras afterwards. And she was like, I don't know why y'all keep telling me to have this show for an hour. It is 30 minutes. We got... 10 episodes this season versus eight. So here you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yes. Um, um, what else? Another thing with Molly was being Molly, still being Molly. I'm like, girl, when you going to go back and sit on that therapist's couch? Because you're still doing the same stuff and right. expecting Ain't different results. Change. Ain't nothing changed. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that her and Andrew were still together. I was too. I, I was going to be on the show. I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be another situation. They were both going to be talking about how they single. Mm-hmm. But he was still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but she like she tripping. I mean, he was up front and saying, yeah, I'm dating other people. Like what, what were you expecting? Have y'all had the exclusivity talk? Cause if you right. ain't had the exclusivity talk, yeah, yeah. everybody's still right. dating. Right, yeah. everybody's still dating, trying to figure out what they want out of life. Mm-hmm. She should know that. It's she. She is too she old not know to that. know that. She done been around a rodeo several times. She should know exactly boundaries and knowing. Hey, we ain't had that talk yet. Mm-hmm. But I guess she was assuming, and, and she was having assume, unrealistic expectations of what a relationship was. But she should know better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I think I feel like she took that out on Issa a little bit. Like she was acting shady toward her because she had a great day mm-hmm. and her her event was successful and she was just like kind of half-assed about congratulating her mm-hmm. when it should have just been about the event and not about your personal feelings between Andrew and the girl that he's talking to. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was half-assed, but I've noticed like in previous seasons, like when things are going good for Issa, like Molly you know kind of hates on it but I don't like backhandedly that. i don't I either don't she's a very successful lawyer mm-hmm. why can't you just be happy because your friend is coming mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. Yeah. i mean even though she was there to kind of help her along the way like help her you know during the event or whatever but still like she's just kind of half-assed about it mm-hmm. like she always got an attitude mm-hmm and then knowing that she, um, when Issa told, she was upset that Issa didn't tell her about the Lawrence and Condola thing. She called her first. She did. And it went it to voicemail. Exactly. And then for her to be like, I don't know if I would still work with her because of that. Like, that's just weird. And I'm like, why would you, you She's know how much. Close. Huh? You realize that. She's jealous. Yeah. Somebody else is getting close with. Issa, when she might as well just pee on her and get it over with, she's being territorial. She is. She is. And so she feels like she's losing her friend and she feels like she's losing her man. Mm-hmm. It ain't her man. Mm-hmm. And so that's what her issue really is. It is. So it lay is. on the couch and talk about how you feel like you're losing everybody. And that's what's really wrong with you. Because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. got abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's what it is. You see, that's a therapist to me. She, I know. she feels like she's being abandoned. And then for her to like turn, it's to me, like when she told Issa, why you always, you know, getting yourself, you're like, you're pretty much, she told her your life is a mess. Like, why are you making it harder than what it is? And Issa was like, how am I making my life harder than what it is? Like, I'm looking forward and doing the things that I've set out on doing being shady she was she really, and i was like the person who, who getting herself in the mess is molly because you making stuff harder than what it got to be with andrew like just have fun right hard is just, like you know i was really proud of her that she sent him that text message i was I too expecting that to i wasn't be either i was just like oh she's not gonna say nothing she's just gonna act shady for a while mm-hmm. but like when she was had a vulnerable moment and text him was like look i like you I thought we were just having fun, but you know, I kind of like you. So mm-hmm. whatever she said, I was proud of her because mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting her. Mm-hmm. And I was really expecting Issa to text Lawrence and be like, dude, why didn't you tell me? But she might not have his phone number mm-hmm. or maybe he blocked, but I thought they made up and was cool. Yeah. They cool. Gosh. Yeah. 
that's that's a hard pill to swallow because mm-hmm. she's like trying to spend all this money to try to keep up with her in her dressing game come to find out she's messing around with her boyfriend her ex it's anyway boyfriend. yeah so that I mean, was that next week look like it's gonna be really good yeah it does but mm-hmm. i'll be rooting for lawrence and Issa. i ain't rooting for them and then it kind of tripped me out that <laughs> Issa is messing with tsa bay like when they showed them in the bed i was like who is this <laughs> oh god i was like <laughs> Tanisha used to used to date somebody that sounded like that. Oh, that's so it like grossed me out to see him <laughs> like that, and I was like, Mm-mm. "No, ma'am, no, ma'am, I can't, I can't get with that. That is not my forte." I was like, and it would just seemed like. That's what I don't want to happen when it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get vulnerable, start liking somebody, and then we have TSA Bay sex. That looked like that was like horrible. It did. It At did. some point, I'm like, dude, you sweating on me. This ain't working. Corona's out there. Can you go home? <laughs> Can you please go home? This ain't working. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to, you know, I just had a moment and I just feel like I need to give my life back to Christ. Well, I mean, whatever you got to say to make him go. That's not. I'm looking at the show different as a single woman than I did before because I don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> I don't, like now I'm just like, what is my life? What if I end up with TSA Bay? Oh God, that's horrible! And he was like, "Hold up, hold up, I got something for you." He bringing gifts from the TSA lineup. Oh my gosh, he brought her something from the TSA. Girl, he said he brought he brought her some Tennessee and something else. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Girl, you must have blinked your eyes. It was some Tennessee and something else in a little canister or something. Ah, uh, I did see that, but I didn't. I didn't catch him saying he got it. He brought it from work. Yeah, Man, I bet you they begin some good stuff. I bet they do. She I remember all begin- that lotion I had to throw away from um the ho- the hotel when we were in Mexico because it was over. It was four ounces, and this TSA guy was being a butt, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? I've been collecting these lotions all week." Oh, throw them all away. I was damn it. I bet you was. Mm, I bet you he took them home to his girlfriend. Probably did. He split them up between his girlfriend and his side piece, though. So. His mama. His girlfriend, his side piece, and his mama. So yep. that's where your lotion went. I know. That's a gift that's still given to somebody. I know. I know. But yeah, that was pretty much it for Insecure. I'm looking forward to next week's episode. Um, I need I'm, to come earlier, though. I'd be sleepy. Girl, like, come on at 9 o'clock. Girl, my watch tells me to go to bed at 8.50. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm looking forward to just seeing how the season is going to develop since it started off with Issa saying that she didn't fuck with Molly anymore. And I can see it's probably going to be like a a hater jealousy issue going on. So I want to see how that all pans out. Mm Mm-hmm. I I see it coming. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Let's get on to Married at First Sight. Who you want to choke first? Let's go ahead and start off. With- all of them are getting on my nerves. Every couple. Yeah. We can start off with Jessica and Austin. Because I feel like. Clingy. She is clingy. And I feel it like is, she's. It is a twin thing. He brought up a good point about mm-hmm. her being with a twin. And she feel like they got to do everything together. Mm-hmm. And I and didn't then- even pick up that they, that she kind of makes them go to bed at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like damn, know, she does do that. Like that too. You I what? Mean, I, know real, I know a real person that's like that. Mm-hmm. Like they, her and her boo got to go to bed at the same time. I, I mean, we started off like that. Like I remember my husband saying, like when we first started dating, like I used to, you know, I used to go to bed with you at the same time, you know, so we could have some time together. And I would wake up feeling like so well rested, but then I realized I was going to sleep at nine o'clock. So 
<laughs> but now I'm shoot, he get in the bed when he get in the bed. If he's sleepy, he's sleepy. If he not, he not. Vice versa, you know? Right. I well, guess. Maybe he just wants to go to sleep in his arms or something. Maybe. I feel like that's a lot for knowing somebody at seven weeks. Yeah. Like, I and just want to keep things into perspective. Like I do too. Like the fact that she's still harping on that he hasn't said that he loves her. That she, Yeah, that he loves her. And I'm like, at the end of the day, like y'all have been together almost two months. Like let's really get realistic. And right. he's showing you that he really cares for you. And he said he has the feelings. He just wants to do it when he's ready. Respect that. Right. And his friend is even like, you know, dude, you may not ever had a right time. You just need to exactly shoot, shoot, shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. Like you be telling me, shoot your shot, get it over with, say what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't like that. He's kind he's still harboring the fact that when he did tell somebody before they broke up with him and I'm like, you can't, you with a whole new person. You can't be bringing that baggage into this relationship if that's how you feel that's how you feel she done already expressed that's how she feels and she wants to move forward with you like you really have the green light so right but he it's just it's just a man being like a man in some sense of not wanting to guard his heart that's mm-hmm. what it is because he doesn't know whether or not she's gonna even continue the relationship to be honest it's a lot mm-hmm. of variables here that makes him kind of want to guard his heart but i know eventually he's gonna be like i love you boo yeah 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 and i'm gonna have to stop um harpering on him and this working out of town thing like he had his he had a good point he was like you know i'm you keep bringing it up and i keep telling you the same thing like get over it yeah be working exactly exactly and then yeah and then like when he was saying like i feel like you you know don't like my job or don't want me working at my job and i can see why he would think that because she hasn't ever really been on board with him having to work out of town she's like but i never said that but the way you keep harboring it's on it is like shows. exactly it ain't what you say it's it's the your actions behind mm-hmm. the situation mm-hmm. like they can definitely work through that like she can if she she can schedule to work while he's out of town. She can even take off while he's out of town and go see him. Like it's, it's not the end of the world. You and know? with her being a nurse, she's probably working like those 14 hour mm-hmm. days, like most nurses work. So she may have a couple of extra nights off. She, she should. And I mean, she, with the COVID right now, she ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, he probably at home because he ain't working. Mm-hmm. So life changes. Mm-hmm. So she ain't at home because she working all the time. And he at home, which is what you want. Mm-hmm. But you see how I switched up now? Mm-hmm. So you got to go with the flow, lady. Mm-hmm. That's so, the main thing with her. Yeah. They're kind of boring. They, they, I think they're going to make it. They're going to be the only one that I really think is going to make it. Yeah. I, I feel confident that they'll be fine. Um, who you want to talk about next? The next train wreck with uh oh shoot what's the dude's name um the dude with the turtle the turtle cow um the girl and the turtle oh katie um, and derek bird girl bird face and and derek girl that is lindsay lohan okay in in um the twins movie the movie with the what's the the disney remake of the twins I know what she's talking about. I'm gonna call her a bird because she be acting like she be acting like a chicken head. Yeah, she do act like a chicken head, like a needy chicken head. Yes. Girl, she is so needy. She starts fights just so they can break up and make up. Exactly. She's so toxic. She and is. And I don't even think she's I think she's really playing with Derek's heart to try to like make him think that she's not gonna like say yes to him. Mm-hmm. But she's just doing it for attention. She does everything for attention. She is so childish. She is. But she always try to make it seem like he's childish. Like, she calls him a boy. Like, you don't call your husband a boy. Like, what? Some of them be acting like boys, though. I'm just... But do he act like a... He don't Yeah. I mean, he's. I think he's very mature. He doesn't act like a boy to me. Mm -hmm. He acts like a small child. Like a little bratty-ass bitch. She does. 
Like, why? And then her, even her dad, like, called her out about it because he was like, you know, and even talking to you right now, I see that you're riled up. You cannot be riled up all the time around your husband. Like, that is tiring. <laughs> right. She's wearing him out. Yes. And I think she's probably trying to wear him out because she really, maybe she secretly wants to be with that other guy. I'm sure she, I just, she don't want to be with Derek. And in my hope of all hopes, I hope, huh? He's a good guy. He is. Like, I hope she doesn't ruin him for the next person. And I hope he says that he wants a divorce before she says it. I do not want them to be together because she is horrible. She is so horrible. I'm not feeling that relationship at all. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She talks about all the stuff that he should be doing. And then we've seen all the things that he does for her. We never see her reciprocating anything. Exactly. It's just always it's a so complaint. One-sided. Mm-hmm. So one-sided. Yep. It's so, and then to the fact that last week she like blew my mind when she said she carries the relationship. I was like, girl, what? Like, what are you carrying? Okay. You're carrying this badass attitude. And that baggage, bitch, mm-hmm. that baggage is heavy, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Girl, she just makes me want to just, uh, just <laughs> give her a little, a little jerk. She Not to too shook. much. <laughs> Girl, it's too much. It is. It is. Um, so they um, went to a winery and they did the whole lock thing and threw away the key. And even with that, Derek was like, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, building our partnership and having a life partner. And she was like, yeah, she's like, I just want us to be both be happy whether we're together or not. And I'm like, Derek, I hope you like really listening to her because she done said several times over that she may not be in this. Right. To, which to me is saying, I'm not in this. Yeah. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It's all sad. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Derek's a good dude. Mm-hmm. And she ain't with it because the only thing she can think about is having babies. I think that's all she cares about is having babies. But she hasn't even really talked about that lately. That's because she doesn't feel like it's possible with him. I think her heart has moved on to the other dude. The other dude, okay. I hope she has plenty of babies with the other dude and he fuck her over because that's what she want. <laughs> well, well, and she has spoken. Yes. <laughs> she has spoken. She said it. Because that's what's um, going to happen. Because <laughs> she want a bad boy. <laughs> good and bad boys ain't where it's at. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to play the safe role. You but do. I like Derek. I do, I do like too. Derek. Like he's fun. He looks fun. He is securing his job. Like he, I even like that he pulled out the bucket list book that she gave him, and like he tried right. to make plans for the future. And she's like, "Oh, okay." I guess if we're still together, I guess we can go to Greece. Like, what are your options? Exactly. <laughs> like, who do you think you're pulling? That's how I feel. <laughs> Who do you think you pulling, girl? But anyways, maybe she does. I mean, but when you know what? When I saw her in those jeans and they were walking at the winery, I'm like, oh, Lindsay's a little thick. She has some nice, <laughs> like, nice size hips. Mm-hmm. So she might be working with a little more than what we can tell on TV. Maybe that's why she thinks she got options. I guess. That's all I'm going to say. I don't really care for her. So, you know, she ain't on my... I don't, I don't, she ain't on my favorites list. No, she's not at all. Um, Who's the next toxic one? Who's the worst between Brandon and Michael? Um, Brandon's easy. That's an easy situation. Yeah, because that was kind of one-sided since Brandon refuses to to be recorded. She needs to get out of jail real quick. She just don't even need to consider getting back with him. He don't need to consider getting back with her. They both bad. Like, Taylor is shady as hell. Huh? What did she do? When she went out and stayed out to 3 o'clock in the morning, sometimes the way she talks to him, like, sometimes how she'll talk to other people about him and be like, I don't even care, but then be back in his face talking about, but I really want to work this out. Like, she's just in it for TV. Well, I get that point, but I wonder if she's just doing that because he done pissed her off. And it's like mad people conversation is edited that way. 
I don't know. I don't think so. I think she, I think she was strictly in it for the for TV. her Instagram followers. Yep. We should look at her on Instagram and see what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what. But I don't do. know. I just she shady. He shady. Like they just two shady ass people. And then since he didn't want to be recorded, they had like security camera footage showing them on the couch, and, and it looked like Brandon had hit that. Oh yeah, he was yeah. rubbing her booty. Yeah, and she was. She was not. She wasn't paying attention at first, and she was like, "Oh shit, this camera's watching him rub on my ass." Mm-hmm. I guess I should put my hand on top of my booty, and yeah, he probably did hit that. Mm-hmm. And that then, I believe. Yeah, I believe that the first night mm-hmm. they they just seemed like they had good chemistry, but then he turned into a a donkey real quick. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't good. Yeah. How did you feel about her to, um, talking to, because I know everybody talked to their family um, as a part of the whole decision-making process. Like, how did you feel about her talking to her friends? I feel like, I feel like having that many opinions in one place is too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should pick one that's going to give you the most sound advice and you should roll with that. Mm-hmm. because it one it's confusing two you just involve in too many people in your decision process mm-hmm. and I just say you pick that one good friend that one good non-judgmental friend that can give you some good solid advice and go on about your business mm-hmm. it ain't, it's not always you don't always have to bring the whole peanut gallery into your shit mm-hmm. because I it agree. gets complicated mm-hmm. and I, I wonder why why she always has all of them people. I wonder that as well. And technically, they were supposed to meet with the family member, well, a friend or a family member, but I just felt like her whole clique did not have to be there. Like, right. she, if, if she was going to meet with somebody, she should have met with the, the sound advice person, like you said. But yeah. that was just too many. That was too many, too opinions. many opinions. And then some people don't already like him. So mm-hmm. you already know they're going to be a knower. But if mm-hmm. somebody is not necessarily tell you what to do, but give you the ideas to think it through so you can think through the process yourself. Mm-hmm. And not she, necessarily be your, your fan club because, you know, they all think Taylor can do no wrong. Yeah, but that and the fact that it's almost like she needs somebody to tell her what to do. Like she can't mm-hmm. think for herself. Well, I like that she said, because I was watching it with my husband, and granted, I... We all know what happens, but I like that she said, you know, I want to give this another try without the cameras because he is different when production and the cameras aren't around. Like, I would give it a go for another, like, six months just to see if it didn't work. We were still divorced because either way, a divorce is a divorce. So I I kind of could understand her saying that. Yeah. See, I don't know what happened. So because... You know, I don't go and read because I want to like follow the show and know what's going on in the moment. Because mm-hmm. you know how I be reading them, um, getting the notes at the concerts. I mm-hmm. can't do that with these shows. I just mm-hmm. be want to form my own opinions and not have any additional knowledge. So don't don't spoil it for me because I don't know. I already spoiled it for you. <laughs> we talked about this like the first day we talked about the show. <laughs> But, oh yeah all that that okay I was hoping it was something else mm-hmm. okay so yeah that sucks you just made me remember you know I'll be forgetting stuff okay. that sucks but anyways it sucks oh. for Brandon and Taylor well I train you know, wreck anyway they were train wreck but not as bad as this train wreck right here this uh Michael Nika I was just kind of surprised that Mika in this episode, like the day she went off on him about the salary thing, I was expecting that same energy either at the Apple yard or when they went out to dinner and he said he put in his two weeks notice. Like I was expecting her to like, when they were at the, at the orchard, I was expecting her to throw that bucket at his head because he was just acting like a pure ass. Asshole. For no reason. Mm-hmm. No reason. But you know, I I feel like he does have a reason though, Doria. I think his his feelings were really hurt on how she handled the thing with his uncle and him dying. And I think that's where the assholeness was coming from. 
Like I probably would have in my mind, the way it will play out in my mind, that if you came in that kitchen and you saw me and you walk out, I'm walking behind you and I'll push you in the middle of your back. Like you, you're not going to talk to me today. Mm-hmm. You're not going to talk to me. Why are you playing? Why are you playing? Mm-hmm. That's how it, it would have played out in my head. But I would have probably been just like Mika, like, dang, Uriah, he didn't even talk to me this morning. Like, mm-hmm. what did I do? I was just, you know, after you done slept separately from me, you can't even talk to me. Mm-hmm. But I think that's part of the problem is that they always, they drive these wedges in between their relationship. Like, I think no matter how mad you get at your spouse, I mean, you can kick them while they sleep, but y'all should still sleep in the same bed. Mm-hmm. Like, because that starts the beginning, like that first night, okay, y'all sleep apart. Then you got a second night, you get a third night. Y'all only going to be together for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So if you keep putting these little wedges in there, y'all ain't going to work it out. But then he keeps putting the wedges too because then he'll put his little earphones in and I'll be done pulled that shit out. Like, you need to talk to me. And that's why that's why I was like, even when they were on their way to the retreat, you could see that Mika was trying to talk to him. Even when they were at the orchard, she was the one trying to carry the conversation. Like she was making herself open for him to communicate back to her. Like with him just walking around and throwing them apples in there. And the fact that he wasn't even carrying the pail for the apples, I would have took that thing and threw it at him and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you gonna talk to me. And then the fact that he didn't even, like, my husband caught this. He didn't even, like, let her choose which lunch she wanted. He just took what he wanted. I know. I was, mm. that was so shady. He was like, I was like, why would he do her like that? Mm -hmm. You not even consider it. Because he's all in his feelings. Mm -hmm. All in his feelings about Mika. Mm -hmm. And that whole situation, which I can understand. But, like, you got to talk that shit out. Exactly. And I mean, hey this hurt my feelings mm-hmm. I don't feel loved I feel abandoned in this moment like I was left to do all this by myself and I just needed somebody to you don't even got to say nothing but just your presence is better than anything like mm-hmm. that's better than nothing you gave mm-hmm. me nothing mm-hmm. you sit at the house with with these people and you let your husband go and make these arrangements by himself mm-hmm. I mean and they did have a mature conversation. Like, I like how that conversation went when they were discussing it. Mm-hmm. And she was pretty much like, look, I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. wrong. I could have handled that better. And they had, like, a really good dialogue. And I, mm-hmm. I was like, and, and Michael was very vulnerable and upfront. You know, he lives a life of lies anyway. Mm-hmm. And you got only got to give him 20 more minutes and it's going to be some more bullshit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know Michael. <laughs> I feel like I know Michael, but that was a trigger for me. I was like, girl, Mika, if your ass don't get away and run, I need her to get away from Michael. I I do too. I feel like she's put up with him far too long. Like he, to me, is just as bad as like Mindy and Zach. Like she, and I understand she, I think she just wants it to work to say that she didn't fail at the marriage, but she's a very determined person yeah but it it takes two to really be determined like he determined to keep online so that's not gonna bode well for for you long term so i mean we need to do a topic on whether or not your spouse should um consider you before they quit their damn job yes that is a good topic i I mean all this time i've been wondering has he ever had a job well, she said is, he had three jobs in six weeks. In six weeks. So has he ever worked? You know? <laughs> she was like, you know, this is your third job. And I'm surprised she was so calm. This I is was dumb. too. Because I would have, I wanted to pick up that table and like shook the table. I know. It would have been shaking the damn table. Shoot. Like, right. why don't you, why can't you keep a job? Like how many teaching jobs, like what you do, go from teaching kindergarten, first grade, second grade? Like, is that your three jobs? Or have you worked at Home Depot teaching and now you're working at Target? Like what do these three jobs consist of? Because one of them, the whole salary conversation, he was like, well, we had a salary and we couldn't, we couldn't come to terms on it. And and I'm thinking. That was the first job. And then the second one was the one they talked about where he had to pull out his own calculations of the salary with the taxes and everything taken out. 
So I think that's the one that he's put in a two-week notice from. But at the end of the day, all he does is before and after care. What? All he does (laughs) is before and after care for, like, special needs kids. You see my face. (laughs) So that means he got some time in there to get that job at Target or Home Depot. Yes, he does. He needs to become somebody's essential worker. Because it's essential (laughs) that your ass work. Work. You can't be working at the YMCA in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. And in the afternoon, mm-hmm. maybe he drives Lyft in between. That's, I got to go back and listen to Auntie's advice on YouTube because I know she was kind of saying that at the beginning, but I never listened to the full episode. But then when she did like her other episode, she would refer back to it. I'm like, so he driving Lyft full time or Uber? Oh, shit. <laughs> but I it's starting to make up. sense. Yeah. It's, I just made that shit up. It so. just sounded good that he needs to be driving for Lyft. Because mm-hmm. all he's doing is before and after care. Like, he got to have something to fill in the middle, pizza yeah. or something. Yeah. And then that's like, you you really do before and after care, but you telling folks that you is a principal. Like, you just can't jump from one to the other like that. <laughs> Are you looking at my face? <laughs> Gosh. Before and after school care got a principal though. Exactly. He done made up a position. That's why he don't know how much his salary is. Exactly. I'm the principal at the YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> Mika, I've been Mika, I've been the principal at the YMCA for the last six days and um <laughs> my salary's gonna go up and they're not gonna take any taxes out. And um I'm gonna get a car. A YMCA car, and that's part of my deal. And I get unlimited vacation days, but I can only take them from March 1st until March 13th. Like, he just says shit that don't make no sense. And during that time, I'm going to take you to Jamaica. Yeah, and and we're going to, we're going to, um, we're going to do that. And, um, yeah, and this is my check, um, and... I'm supposed to get bonuses for however many kids <laughs> that I catch walking in the hallway and not stopping at the water fountain. Like, it's just be random shit he says. You'd be like, what? I think they should do like a conversation between Zach and Michael. Oh my gosh. What would they have to talk about? I, I wouldn't they even had. understand what they would be talking about because it would never come together. It would go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Mika meets up with her mom and she tells her her concerns and her mom is like, well, I can see where that will be a concern and, you know, whatever you choose, I support you. You know, if you end up with with Michael, then I, I will support that as well. And then Michael meets up with his auntie and she pretty much was like, look, you need to be authentic. Be yourself. Be in your own skin. Cause that's what, huh? You don't know who that is. He don't. You don't know who that person is. He's been lying to himself so long Mm -hmm. that he don't even know who's in there. He knows what he wants to portray himself to as a to the world. That's it. When he goes back and he watches this show, he's gonna be in for a rude, rude awakening. I wonder what Katie gonna do when she sees if she rewatches the show. I don't even think she'll still be that self-aware. She'll probably just blame it on production chopping everything up. I know Brandon will. <laughs> <laughs> he takes no accountability. Mm-mm. Zach either. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, I am too. Because um, I want to see who's going. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're breaking up. Oh, I'm not sure what's going on. I can hear you. Is better it better now? now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we talked about all the couples. We have talked about. Yep. We yeah, girl, I think couples. we did. Next week we don't have. We don't good. have. Um, yeah, I'm just ready for them to get it over with. It's starting to become a train wreck. Yeah, especially once Austin and. and and that girl, they start arguing over stupid stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think production do hype things up they just do. to make them not be so perfect. Mm-hmm. They were really a good couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's their job to like hype it up. So, you know, you gotta, I know you're not in a TV, but you at least have to watch like the first season of Unreal. And that like puts reality shows into like a ho- totally different perspective. Mm. And when I watch this, I think specifically for Brandon and Taylor, I think about that show because I feel like production be in both of their ears, like starting shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's probably how it works on all those shows, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Kenya might actually be a good person on Housewives. I think she just act like that so she can be secure her check. That too. Yeah. But I mean, if she actually showed her real self, like that's, that's good as well. Like people need that refreshing so they can, right so they can relate to you as a human mm-hmm. not as a shit starter exactly exactly um yeah so next week gonna be good they're gonna have mindy and zach back on there i'm curious as to what their purpose of being on there is <laughs> i'm curious too because yeah. i don't think they have a purpose other than maybe for her to get some closure maybe i don't know and i can't wait for the reunion i feel like that's I know. good yeah yeah yes 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 i can tell you are so sleepy why you say that because when you get sleepy you start rocking (laughs) (laughs) i've known you too long i said she is bouncing around i said i know she is so tired oh gosh when i get real tired i get irritable i cut somebody out no i've seen you bounce like that at the club a few times when we weren't ready to go and you was tired i was like oh she bouncing. It's time to go, y'all. I'm glad she ain't driving. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will be <laughs> talk to you guys next week. Um, catch us on all the socials and all that good stuff. And we'll talk to you next week. <coughs> Bye. Bye.